Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Nerd Factory Reboot Game Talk. So before we start, a little bit of a disclaimer. Unfortunately this week I'll be going on a business trip, so I won't be available for quite a few days. Um, this week we will have our usual sets of episodes, game and anime talk, which they all have been um, recorded altogether because of this trip and because of some um, extra work that I've been getting which means that I have less time but as for the next week um, we won't have a game talk except you know the game talk will be um, replaced by another thing uh, hopefully a special episode which I have prepared and um, so that's that as for the anime talk um, it'll be still on Monday it'll happen by Monday don't worry about it I'll be back by then but you know, it actually depends on whether or not we get some good content to talk about because, well, My Hero Academia is taking a break, so I don't know. It may or may not happen. So, anyways, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's begin this Game Talk episode, and let's do it. Alright, so let's delve deep into everything that we've heard um, this past week because there's so much here. So, first of all, we had so many rumors about GTA uh, Trilogy Definitive Edition. And there's just way too many rumors. So I'll start with this, the most popular thing people are looking for. So, let's do it. Well, according to a Rockstar support page that's been just released, um, the GTA trilogy is set to feature new lighting and environmental upgrades, high-resolution textures, increased draw distances, GTA V-style controls, and targeting. Well, what this means is that technically and basically we can expect the gameplay to be very much in line with what GTA V had. Which is actually not bad. Um, it's okay, I guess. And when saying that, you know, basically we have environmental upgrades, lighting features, high-end resolution textures, all this stuff. It's good. It seems that, you know, this is a substantial remaster. However, there came another um, uh, rumor. Actually, not a rumor, but rather a leak. That it was extremely weird because, you know, because of what it had. It was basically um, the minimum and recommended specs for playing this trilogy on um, a PC. So here it is. And it's kind of a weird one. Minimum requirements, Intel Core i5 2700 version, which means basically second generation of Core i5, which is a very old CPU at this point. NVIDIA GeForce GTX 760 2GB. This is still minimum. My laptop is from 
eight years ago, ten years ago, maybe even. I'm not quite sure how old it is at this point. It could actually very well be above a decade old. But mine is 755 GTM, which is a little bit, you know, actually more than a little bit, but still a little bit weaker than 760. And my CPU is Core i7-4700 uh, version, which means that my CPU does, does take care of this. My GPU probably can't, and I have 16 gigs of RAM. And they also said that we need 8 gigs of RAM for minimum and 48, 45 gigs of storage space, which means approximately 15 gigs for each game. The reason I say approximately is that you know it can be different. For example, San Andreas might actually be 18, whereas Vice City could be, I don't know, 16. And GTA 3 could be the one with you know the lightest. So we don't know. But 15, let's go across the board for 15. Comparatively, um, 6 gigs was for the PS2 version, which means that, well, they added stuff. Recommended Intel Core i7-6600, which is very weird. It's certainly a huge upgrade over i5 Series 2. NVIDIA GeForce GTX 970 for gigs. 970 and 760. Again, weird, but I'll explain why. 16 gigs of RAM instead of 8, and the rest is the same. So here is my analysis. Um, ever since they announced that Rockstar wants to remove those older versions, it kind of made sense, because I thought that this remaster could actually somehow incorporate the older ones in them as well. Which means that while we are getting higher resolution, better aspect ratio, um, I don't know, you know, better textures, better character models, all that stuff. If you're running it on bare minimum, which honestly, i5 Series 2 and, you know, NVIDIA GTX 760, that is absolute bare minimum. So that means maybe the game runs very much like the old version, which means that you have a better aspect ratio, you have a bit of a better models, but, you know, the textures and all that stuff, it is very reminiscent of the original ones. But then going to the recommended and being, you know, such a wide gap, i7 is, you know, i7 and then you say that, you know, it's this uh, 6 series i7, 6th generation, such a wide gap, you know, because at this point you're thinking like, what does it even need to do that? Look, I understand that, you know, it's normal in PC gaming world to see that kind of specs, but this kind of a margin, ugh, way too wide, if you ask me. Uh, but still, understandable, I guess, but what I don't understand is the graphics. 970, was it? Or 960? 970, yeah. 970? I mean... Look, I didn't expect the remaster to have exceptional graphics to even warrant the use of, I don't know, 1060 or 1070 NVIDIA Titan or anything like that. No, nobody expected that. But, you know, 970 on its own is still... It used to be a beast back when it came. And it makes me wonder... What are they doing? Like, 
why is there this kind of gap? People are saying that maybe this is another unoptimized PC release, just like many other Rockstar ones. But the thing here is that, you know, when I look at it, <laughs> it's not really sensical, you know. The CPU is demanding. That's wow for a remaster. And the GPU also kind of demanding for a remaster. I have no idea what they're doing, what has changed, and what is the extent to. We know it bits and pieces, but we don't know the extent of those changes. So I would really love to see the difference between minimum and the recommended. And the funny thing is, since the recommended doesn't include any GPU with RTX capabilities, this tells me that, well, maybe it doesn't support RTX or it does and it's a separate package or something like that. Because, you know, in, if it did and if they wanted to show it off, they would have done it. And, you know, at that point, you're better off just remaking the damn thing. But I think that, you know, on PC, you can probably have a separate update package that can actually enable RTX. But still, these are the specs, and it seems that, no, they, it is not a remake at all. Unfortunately, many people thought that, you know, this is a remake and, you know, Rockstar doesn't even know what they're doing. That's obviously not a remaster. Look, we this is the first time we even know the specs, which is confusing, to be honest. And the other thing is that we are slowly getting, you know, information about this. So nobody knew. You couldn't tell Rockstar that, hey, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know if your game is a remake or remaster. The game is obviously a remaster. Based on this spec sheet, we can actually assume that it is just a remaster. Well, with good changes, it seems. Because if it were a remake, there wouldn't be such a huge gap. You know, again, I emphasize that you know, because of this gap, it makes sense to remove those older versions because they probably run better to some degree and very similarly to those. So why not remove them? But still, yeah, this is definitely a remaster. I have no idea why some people were insistent on this is a remake. I know stuff. No, it's definitely not a remake. Definitely not. And, you know, I just like to you know say it again in this podcast. Just because a game has an extensive remaster, it doesn't mean that it's a remake. Remake has to be from this absolute zero. From the ground up, you're making a new game. You're not updating your old game. But still, these people who are very insistent, they also thought there's no way that Rockstar would use Unreal Engine. Well, they did. <laughs> so, yeah. L after L, I guess. Happens, huh? Anyways, that's for uh, the trilogy, Definitive Edition. That's all we know so far. I don't know that maybe we'll get news today. But if we do, then, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll update the episode. Um, at the same time, we have DC fandom to be excited about. But I'll probably do a separate episode for that. It's not just about the video games. I like the movies, the comics, everything. So maybe I'll do a separate episode. Uh, depends on... If I have the time or not, as I said at the beginning of the episode, things are getting a wee bit too hectic. So, 
not sure if I can, but I hopefully do my best. Um, now let's move on to other sides of news and see, you know, what else we have to talk about. Well, it seems that this new event of Sony that was actually for Sony Japan uh, called Play 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 Livestream, it featured two new screenshots of Elden Ring. As it stands, this live stream is going to have so many things and it's actually pretty exciting but you know we don't know exactly what it entails and you know, people are very anxious to see what it is but it seems so far for Elden Ring is just two new screenshots at the same time again Nintendo has announced the new plans for the expansion pack of their online tier as you know or may not know if you're new to this the Online for Nintendo Switch, uh, the Nintendo Switch Online subscription featured uh, being able to to play online, to um, use cloud save, to you know use some retro gaming, and uh, you know more stuff like that. But now they announced that if you want to get the expansion pack alongside Nintendo Switch Online, then it will cost you. An individual individual membership for 12 months it will cost you 50 bucks now what does this entail this entails um, Nintendo 64 emulator Sega Genesis emulator and Animal Crossing happy home paradise sorry happy yeah happy home paradise DLC so uh, it's part of it all together and uh, you know you get this membership you get the DLC, you get those extra things, and all for 50 bucks per year. And if you want family membership, it will cost 80 bucks for 12 months. Now, you know, honestly, I don't think that it's too much, but you know, the reason is that you know, for Sony and Microsoft, we are paying 60 bucks, but we are getting free games at least. So maybe ours is a better deal. But when it comes to, you know, this, emulators and stuff like that, I, I don't know how much more expensive it became. But, um, you know, this, people, if they are, if they don't want to really play these old games, if they can play it on the PC emulated there, so why don't you do that? Why are you so angry? Like, you know, why does it cost so much? Some people don't really care or don't know how to emulate, so they just pay for it. I don't think that you know, it deserves this kind of reaction from people to say that, whoa, what the hell is this? This is so expensive. But again, up to you. It's not like, you know, they're forcing you or anything. And I don't really know how much did it cost beforehand. But some people were expecting 40 bucks for this. So I don't know, maybe it costs 20, 25 per year. If that was the case and it's suddenly 50, okay, I understand. It's way more expensive. But. If it were 30 and now it's 50, maybe we could you know, tone down the disappointment. But I'm not sure what it was, how much it was. I don't own a Switch, nor do I have any clue about you know this particular pricing. But again, you know, if you don't want it, don't get it. It's not like it's essential to your you know enjoyment because you know if you get this expansion pack, then you'll probably have no problem buying the controller as well, which means that. You have money. Why not? <laughs> so, 
Uh, we also had this Animal Crossing Direct, which happened, and this was where this plan was announced. There is new content coming to Animal Crossing, free update, coming November 5th. The free update includes uh, the Roost will be added alongside Brewster. You can invite Animal Crossing characters via Amiibo if you have them. Uh, Cabin Boat Tours is being added, which takes you to new islands with different weather, time, and season, which seems fun, honestly. Harv's Island, which is basically, you know, you can donate bills to create new shops and stuff like that. And uh, group stretching that you can actually participate in. Thank you, Nibel, for that little, you know, fun joke. But it's real, actually. It's not just a joke. It's actually there. You can actually do group stretching. And the update adds ability to cook with your own vegetables and ingredients, which is pretty cool. And the max storage has been raised to 5,000 as well. There's plenty of new content as well in this update, which is basically, you know, for how you create your, I don't know, is it a village or not a village, like your stuff. I don't know. You can, you're getting new fences and fences customization, 11 new hairstyles and reactions. Pro Camera Update, New Nuke Phone App, Island Life 101, you can redeem your miles for items. Miles? What is this, like, I don't know, like, airlines? That kind of miles? I don't know. New External Storage, more KK Slider songs, and Gyroids Return to Animal Crossing. You're getting new tool, new tool ladder setup kit that, ali that allows you... Uh, to freely place permanent ladders Seems nice. There's also a new chair that has been trending which <laughs> looks like a freaking frog and This is this free update which will be available November 5th will be the last one After that there will be the paid DLC happy on paradise Which was the one that is included in the expansion pack Although I think you can get it separately if you don't want the expansion pack for Nintendo switch online in the name of the expansion pack, it kind of looks nice. I mean, imagine if Sony decided to do it with PS Plus and PS Now. I'm not going to pay separately for them, I'll just pay for PS Plus. But it can make sense. Characters with dreams come to the island and you have to build a perfect home for them. You can select an island for them, place a requested furniture and start designing it. And you can build fences, place trees, paths and more. You can also define the sizes of the interior, place walls, columns, and even select a soundscape. You can also polish stuff. You can also design other facilities. You can share designs online and follow other designers. You can do so much, and there's probably more coming. And you know, it seems that you know, just Nintendo adds so much stuff for these games, and they love it. So, thank you, Nibel, because I probably would not have understood that much from this stream anyway. So, uh, thank you. Now, let's move on, and we're going to talk about other stuff. You know, not just Nintendo, because, you know, not my field. Capcom has launched a new website to celebrate not only Halloween, but also Resident Evil's 25th anniversary. The website is teasing multiple announcements that are coming in October. Now, we don't know what these announcements are, but the dates are as follows. Uh, we have 21st of October, uh, which seems to be three different announcements. 
we have 22nd, which features two announcements, 25th and 29th. We don't know exactly what these uh, announcements are. Unfortunately, we have no clue. So, you know, according to some leakers or supposed leakers, they're saying that maybe it's Resident Evil 4 Remake being announced alongside Resident Evil 3 Remake Nemesis Edition and some other stuff. Wishful thinking on you know, their part, I guess, because, you know, as far as I'm aware, none of these really have that much to back their existence up. So, don't really get too excited about it. I, I'm not sure if these things even exist at this point. I mean, they're just rumors, you know, until proven, they can be good or they can be bad. Battlefield 2042 Hazard Zone has been announced and has been shown. It's basically a squad based for members um, that you have to retrieve some data drives that are scattered through these levels and then you know you have to compete with those squads as well and you know uh, you just play and you get these data drives so people who watched the trailer they were you know comparing it to some um, other games they're saying that it looks very much like divisions um, you know uh, Division Dark Zone, I guess it was called, and Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov as well. So, people are, you know, excited for it. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't really know what was Escape from Tarkov, but, you know, they say that apparently it's like that, you know, you get these drives, you, f you can fight the other squads, but your main objective is to get the drives and leave. Which seems fair. And it seems that the game will use... You know, this map this mode will use the same map as the main game however it is not free to play mode so it's not basically you know a mode that will be separate from battlefield 2042 but if you have the game of course you get to play it but it's not like you know it's a separate thing altogether where it's free to play so no you have to buy the game or maybe there will be plans to release it later on who knows but still pretty cool and it seems that they also showed off a um snowy map pretty awesome if you ask me metroid dread has sold approximately 86 798 physical units not counting the digital sales but so far this is physical uh, since launch in japan which is a franchise record believe it or not dread is doing so much better than any other one so just to compare metroid fusion which came 2003, 14th of February 2003, sold around 49,000. So this is a huge step up. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really amazing. Great job, Nintendo, on creating such a fantastic... And of course, Nintendo didn't make it, you know... Uh, our studio did, which we will talk about them because they have been in the news as well. Not for a good one. But, again, this franchise coming back, it deserves all the love it can get. And I hope it will break records left and right because this game deserves it. It's so cool. And I hope I can get a Switch so I can play it. Bloomberg reports Nintendo Switch OLED, the new version of Nintendo Switch, has sold 100 38,000 units during its launch weekend just in Japan. 
back then Nintendo Switch, the original Switch, in 2017 sold around 330,000 units and Nintendo Switch Lite sold 177,000 units which means that OLED is not selling that well but it's not really bad news because well it's you know another model of the Switch that many people probably have so not that many people might be looking for a Switch OLED upgrade speaking of the reviews have been glowing for Nintendo Switch OLED with many people saying that you know the screen is superb quality it's simply amazing and the battery life is also very good so nice but it seems that even Nintendo is also dealing with supply issues that's probably why they sold less not really sure if that's the case or not but still I don't think it's a bad news for them it's still pretty high Sony also has opened a website for people in the United States to register and get the chance to purchase the PlayStation 5 during the holiday season. So it's kind of a selection process and it seems that this selection process is very much based on previous interests and PlayStation activities that you had. So maybe if you had, I don't know, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, um, you played a lot of PlayStation games, you bought a lot of games, you'll probably be one of those that can, you know, get the chance to buy it, uh, you know, faster than everyone else, which seems fine, nice. Um, also, Monster, Monster Hunter Rise, the PC demo is now available on Steam. The demo, according to Monster Hunter's own page, features 14 weapons, fearsome monsters, wirebug and palamutes, uncapped frame rates, and high-res textures. I still want to ask, why isn't this game on PlayStation and Xbox? Seriously, Hunter World did really well. So, please? I mean, if I had a PC, I wouldn't, like, you know, say this stuff, say, like, why aren't you giving it to us and stuff like that. But unfortunately, I don't. My PC is not that powerful. Continuing on, Heart Machine made a tweet saying that they are delaying the release of Solar Ash until December 2nd, 2021, which is bad news for those who, you know, uh, probably were waiting for this game. I have no idea what the Solar Ash game. I didn't really get, you know, uh, up to date on it, but I hope that it gets released in a good fashion and uh, without any issues also we were talking about Metroid Dread and I said we have a news about them that isn't really that good Metroid Dread staff say that they have been left out of the game's credits and that is not a good thing because you know this has been happening so much during this last year it could be you know in the movies TV and now unfortunately video games a number of staffers who have worked at this, uh, uh, you know, at this game, um, at the studio Mercury uh, Steam, they said that you know they have left the company, but they were not included in the game's credits despite defining their work in the final product, and you know they did say that you know uh, these are our assets, we have created them, and you know it doesn't make sense that even if we did leave the company, why isn't why isn't it you know credited to us 
Unfortunately, Mercury Steam says that their studio policy requires someone to work on the game for 25% of its development time to be credited, which means if a game takes around four years, you have to be there for at least a year. No matter how many assets you create or work on, you have to basically be there. So maybe you know there's someone, uh, you know, someone's there. Uh, and you know they do nothing they just stay there for a year they get credited but if somebody does a lot of great things for that six months for example that they're in they will not get credited which sucks to be honest i think that it's it shouldn't be a development time but more like contribution actual contribution if there was someone in my team who didn't do anything and they wanted credit i kicked their ass a new report in the New York Times states that the dispute between EA and FIFA is related to cost and new revenue streams. FIFA wants to charge EA double the amount for their license and limit EA's ability to monetize beyond the game itself. Now, this thing comes as a shock for many people because, you know, we were like, we thought that, you know, FIFA and EA are inseparable. But... As I did think, and I'm sure many others were thinking, having the license of FIFA does not entitle you to having every team on the roster. So that is the thing that I thought was, you know, was happening. But it seems that no, it's just the name and the branding. And you know, this was something that I probably did figure out, but wasn't sure of because you know, if you guys remember, PES actually took away Juventus and they got exclusive rights for a, I think it was 2021 version of the game actually FIFA 21 so I'm not sure that you know that license does anything for them but it seems that EA is not only paying a lot of money to every team to get their license but at the same time they're paying FIFA as well it seems they're paying one billion dollars for four years every four years just to get the chance to actually have the name of fifa on their video game which to be very frank is a stupid thing i mean what the hell imagine that one billion every four years 250 million dollars that's that's a lot of money and it doesn't really grant them anything extra. So I have no clue why EA was even paying this amount. And I don't get why FIFA wants this to be doubled. I mean, what kind of value do they bring? Like, you may be, think you may be thinking like, yo, it's FIFA. Look, it's just a name. That's the thing that I take issue with. It's just a freaking name. Everything else, EA can actually pay for themselves. So... Unfortunately, also, this is a, you know, choice between two devils because, you know, it just sucks. EA is a terrible company. FIFA is also a very terrible corporation at this point because they're no longer, you know, working on teams. They're actually acting like a freaking corporation. And I don't think that either one of them deserves that money. But the point is that if we are choosing between, you know, the lesser of two evils, so... I guess EA, because, you know, just for the name, 
1 billion and now 2 billion? No. But it seems that even if EA refuses to pay that money, they are not exactly without a plan. It seems, and it's kind of brilliant on their part, and I'm going to tell you why, they might change the name to something else, and that something else is EA Sports FC. So, it's kind of weird, honestly, that they're going through this, but it seems that you know, even, even if they are serious, or not even, for this kind of change, it really helps them, because at this point, FIFA is probably watching the news and being like, whoa, they are changing the name? They are really serious about this? So maybe that actually helps them to somehow um, get it, you know, get the price lower or at least remain the same. I'm not sure if this can happen or not, but, you know, take it with a, you know, not a grain of salt, actually, because it's not a rumor, but rather, you know, just think about it. Maybe it happens. Who knows? Anyways, continuing on, there were some rumors and leaks. Actually, somebody's claiming these are leaks. They're saying this is a new Spider-Man 2 leak. They say take it with a grain of salt. There's a very high chance it might be false. To be frank, it it most probably is fake or false or, let's say, very educated guesses. So here is what they say. The game will greatly expand upon the original game with the multiple multiple playable characters and overhauled movement system and unexpected villains. Option to choose between Peter or Miles for different missions. The other will be controlled by AI. Both characters will have unique abilities. Web swinging and wall crawling improvements. Faster web swinging due to next gen advantages. Webs can now be reeled in. Peter will reportedly gain the iconic black suit in the first part of the game using the symbiote's tendrils as four extra arms in combat. The Venom is the Venom symbiote is created by Oscorp and is not an alien in this game. Following an unspecified story event, Peter separates himself from the suit, which takes a new host and becomes Venom. To combat this new villain, Peter develops his robotic arms seen in the trailer. Craven the Hunter will serve as the main as the game's main antagonist and as Peter and Miles fight against his army of mercenaries. Both Lizard and Mysterio appear in the game. No other Marvel heroes will be included in the story, but the amount of Easter eggs alluding to a larger universe has significantly increased. So, there's also some more details he posted. He says that there's one main story that both Miles and Peter are experiencing. Most missions allow you to choose either Miles, Peter, or Tag Team, where one will largely remain in stealth or fight enemies far from you while you play. There's a whole team of engineers working on just AI for this reason. And he says that yes to suit powers. Yes, oh, sorry, yes to suit powers. Though some of the more ridiculously overpowered ones have either been reworked or replaced. All the previous suits return with black suit versions. No two-player co-op. Take it with a huge grain of salt. 
This is not exactly a leak. A leak would tell you way more details about the story or something. This is more like, you know, educated guesses or, you know, normal normal things that, you know, you'll see in a IGN news video. Because this is not exactly a leak. Some of them you can easily guess, like Suits Return. Yes, I think one of the people working on the game did say this long time ago that they will probably return. As for the powers, yes, obviously if they are up overpowered ones they will rework them this is not news or something that people don't know and black suit version very doubtful there's so many suits and if they're adding that many again how are they gonna handle it so i don't know that i take issue with the other one that i do take another issue with is that basically they don't give that much information about craven about venom about Harry, and you know, okay, let's say Oscorp created the symbiote. I understand that. I actually appreciate that. Yeah, it's obvious. But the thing is, even if that happens, even if that is the case, so, you know, what happens to Harry? You know, I guess that, you know, Harry is probably the one who uh, becomes Venom, at least. I don't know. But you know, the tendrils, forearms, ugh, kind of a stretch, not sure. Anyways, now let's continue on because this was another rumor that was kind of a weird one. But I did keep it just so we can talk about it. System Shock live action series is in the works by Binge and Night Dive Studios. We, at this current time, we don't have any more information. However, PlayStation is celebrating the 5th anniversary of PlayStation VR and will give PS Plus members in November, they will give us free, free games. So that's free, free games. <laughs> so yeah, but the thing is that they said starting in November, we'll do that. So we're not sure if they actually meant that you know every month you'll be getting like free games for free or November it is free free games and then every month one more game which means that four games you get four games for free wow so I'm not sure which is which but that's you know how they wrote it so we don't have that long to wait actually two more weeks and we'll know exactly what's going to happen 11 years after launch Final Fantasy 14 the game that started off terribly got absolutely horrifying re reviews but worked really hard and make it better and better continuing on with the you know realm reborn and you know way more expansions coming one after the other and helping the game become better and better a true redemption story the most beautiful one i've seen for an online game is now the most profitable final fantasy game in the entire series the game has recently surpassed 24 million players. Congratulations, Final Fantasy XIV. You deserve it. Your developers did not give up when you started. You kept going, improving the quality again and again until you're here. So congratulations. They deserve it. They really deserve it. So... Also, Hazelight Studios, the creators of It Takes Two, one of the most beautiful games of this year, has announced that they have sold over 3 million units. 
congratulations to Hazelight and their beautiful game because, you know, I played this game with different groups of people. I played it with my girlfriend. I played it with my best friend. I played with my other best friend and his girlfriend, you know, all three of us exchanging, like who's playing the now or stuff like that. And it was so f much fun just out of this world. And with each of them, I had a different experience. And that was the fun part because everyone did it a different way. And let me be honest, I played two or three hours of the game on my own with another controller, which sucked. And then I played it with another person on PSN just to finish the game because, you know, my friends didn't really have the time to come and, you know, play. It was a bad time for all of us back then. Um, so I played online and it was such a great experience. So I guess I played with a lot of people. A little bit of a fun news, KFC Gaming posted a picture of Left 4 Dead next to Back 4 Blood and said every masterpiece has its cheap copy. In response, Turtle Rock Studios, who created Back 4 Blood, and this team actually features people who worked on Left 4 Dead, responded with 11 herbs and spices and still no taste. Yeesh. That was real bad. Speaking of Back for Blood, the game that, well, basically people were hoping to be just like Left 4 Dead, or at least very close to it, has finally come out. However, the ratings are, well, can't exactly say that it's, uh, it's perfect or something like that. The, you know, score on Google based on 500 ratings is 3.5 so far and if you want to know about the metacritic you know i don't know if people actually like to know that or not but let's say it it's so far 76 for playstation um 79 for pc and i think for xbox um i think it was higher so let me check it's 75 now User score, however, fluctuates between 7.5 to 5.6 on PC. Well, the thing is that, you know, people are saying that it has a lot of issues. It's not exactly perfect. It's not exactly one of a kind. And, you know, it could have been way better and stuff like that. But the point is, look, if you enjoy the game, if you like it, play it. Like, you don't have to, you know, just look at the reviews. If you enjoy it, do it. Nobody's gonna say, like, you know, why do you enjoy it? So if you just enjoy the game, just, you know, enjoy it. Like, I don't think that every game needs to be perfect for us to be enjoyable. So, eh, people are just a little bit too, you know, fixated on these scores. But honestly, I haven't played it. I don't know how good or bad it is. I hope it's good. I really do. But I'm gonna wait. It's not a game that I'm, like, super excited to buy it right now. Now, new report on Obsidian's Avowed has come out, which describes the game as Outer Worlds meets Pillars of Eternity. The game is a first-person... First-person... Yeah, it's a first-Persian, yeah. You heard that, right? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's the first-ever Persian person, you know. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's the first person action RPG featuring multiple class 
playstyles, including two-handed combat and destructible environments. And the game is deep into pre-production. However, this report also says that and mentions that Hellblade 2 is currently planned to be shown at this year's Game Awards. It probably uh, will, you know, have a gameplay trailer, but the story has been updated at that time and has been said that you know, it's planned to be shown at the end of the year, but not necessarily at Game Awards. But it's you know, probably accurate because you know Microsoft loves Game Awards. So, you know, the game seems to be doing well, but it seems that it won't be available for quite some time. Maybe 2023 or at the end of 2022? Not sure, really. I mean, depends on how fast they work or how big the game is or stuff like that. However, you know, people are kind of misinterpreting everything, saying that, yeah, just because they say the game is playable, then this means the game is far into development. No, no, no. Look, when we say a game is playable in development it means that it's been designed in a way to be playable to find bugs and stuff like that we have so many games that basically are you know done but they are not yet playable because they didn't make it like that so don't really please you know go deep into it thinking that you know the game is so close to being released so yeah it's not exactly like that quake also quick remaster has been released on the current generation consoles and it's running at 4k 120 frames per second so if you're a fan of 4k 120 have fun <laughs> um let's see alan wake has also been rated for nintendo switch by the esrb unfortunately we do not know if this is the cloud version or if we hope we hope it's a you know uh normal uh, native version. We don't know, unfortunately. IO Interactive has reported that uh, thanks to the success of Hitman 3, there have been record-breaking revenues for this company. Congratulations to IO Interactive and we hope they keep doing well because we need these kinds of companies to thrive. It's so important. So, uh, continuing on din 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 let's see what else we have to talk about so we're not talking about this kind of stuff and oh nintendo has also said that joy con analog sticks are like car tires and wear is unavoidable great job nintendo i mean way to actually go out of your way to just say that yeah we don't really care i think i did talk about this last last time I did talk about it, but, you know, i just like to remind you of what they said. They just like this. You know, they just say, that, yeah, this is not a big deal. Who cares? Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles, has been released. So far, based on the reviews, the game seems to be having some amazing combat, although with some new limitations that it's probably taken from Naruto Shippuden. And uh, that's probably why that you can't do that much combo. But they're saying you know, the arena fighter is not actually that bad or stuff like that. But, you know, they do their best. And uh, it's not exactly perfect. They say that you know, it could have been much better. They could have actually um, do much more. And 
the game has perfect animation, perfect fighting style, but you know the story and stuff like that needs a lot more work. But you know, it seems fun and nice. I mean, I'm looking at it and it looks really good. And honestly, if I can, I'll probably play it. I mean, I I didn't really resonate with the anime for some reason, but I'd give it game a try. I mean, that would make me want to you know get the story, understand the story a bit more. Um, also. Um, yeah, of course, Super Monkey Ball as well. It's available. You can, you know, get it if you want. Uh, speaking of, now, because Sega reminded me, there is a new sale going on at PlayStation called, you know, the weekend offers. So if you want, you can go for a weekend offer. It seems to be nice. And as for other ones, it's extended play, which is now in session. And we have some other great sales. So if you are in you know in the market for new games or older games that you wanted to buy but couldn't, give the sale a little bit of a look. It could be pretty cool. So now let's look at you know some of the crazier you know leaks and rumors that we always have. Um, you know people are saying that maybe uh, Capcom reveals. Resident Evil Village uh, DLC at this October, I don't know, Fiesta reveal stuff, the one we talked about earlier in the episode. So I don't think that, maybe they'll do it, I don't know, maybe. I don't say never say no, but I, I don't know how far it is. So it depends really, I mean, if it's doing well, maybe they can actually tease it. Not a full reveal just yet, but a tease could be nice. Better than what we got. Sony Investor says that PlayStation is in growth mode and could still have around 13 to $18 billion in the budget for acquisitions. Seems pretty cool if they have that much budget because, you know, it's a lot of money. I mean, you know had much money just for acquisition i mean i i'm not sure because uh, it seems that you know sony is worth 19.2 2 million and 57 billion dollars so they probably don't have that much budget for just playstation but you know this is kind of a thing that uh maybe how much they can spend overall over the span of some years but still at that point it's still a little bit of a weird thing to say i'm not sure but you know i'm still excited for it crisis remaster trilogy has been um it's actually going to get released i'm not sure if it did get released but it's actually uh giving you a chance to buy the game um and not pay as much as you usually do. It seems that if you own the first game remastered, you can pay 30 bucks less for the second and the third game, which seems like a great deal, especially for the third game. I like the third game so much, much better than you know the rest of them. So, seems cool if you're down for it. Um, the Batman Who Laughs is coming to Fortnite along with a comic book tie-in with The Rock's character, The Foundation. There's been some leaks that shows a character alongside you know everything that you will get if you buy the bundle. Um, we did talk about this. We didn't talk about this. Uh, we did talk about this. Oh yeah, 
Dragon Age 4 will be next-gen only. This is according to a new report that it says that it will be coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series consoles, and PC, but it will not get a version for PS4 or Xbox One because they want to make the best Dragon Age game they can make. Really cool. Ricochet is a new anti-cheat system by Activision that has been launched to combat the hackers. Unfortunately, the kernel driver for this new cheat, anti-cheat, leaked and it has been bypassed in less than a day. Nice job. <laughs> you guys did your best, but less than a day? Bruh. Currently, this anti-cheat is working on PC and on Warzone with a planned release for later for Vanguard and, of course, consoles. But it seems like it was so bad that it got bypassed this quickly. Yeesh. Not really good. Not really good. Blizzard Entertainment might be working on a new online open-world RPG. So this is a new rumor down on Reddit, which says, despite pretty hefty issues regarding the illegal end of that company, Blizzard seems to be making headway in game development. Here is what the situation looks like thanks to a recent job listing at the moment. The description of the associate content designer job reads, As an associate content designer, you will foster Blizzard's core value of gameplay first. As you collaborate with a team of designers, engineers, and artists responsible for crafting this unannounced project's world. Nice. Now, again, we don't know exactly what the game is or what kind of a game it will be, but seems like they are working on something, but we don't know exactly what. Um, oh yeah, Honkai Impact 3rd. It's kind of a weird name. Honkai Impact 3rd? It's like three random letters and words. What is this? Whatever. Is coming to Steam this November. This is official news. And the store pages are now up, as are, of course, Gotham Knights for wishlisting, if you were wondering. Haha. <laughs> However, Honkai Impact Third is coming, and hopefully Genshin Impact will follow suit very soon. Mm. Oh, I, I don't really want to report this. I actually did you know, bookmark this to say it, but eesh, not sure if I want to do it. So... There are new rumors about Kill, Kill the Suicide Squad game from Rock City. Unfortunately, like I said, I don't want to do it because, um, you know, the game is going to be announced again tonight with new details and stuff like that. So it doesn't really make sense to go and, you know, say something that can be proven wrong this early. It doesn't make any sense. We're going to wait on actual things. Central Leaks teases there will be new starter evolutions in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Pokemon Legends Arceus, by the way, was said to not be open world. And uh, you have actually a hub where you go to and continue from there. But it seems that you know, the leak that saying that there will be starter evolutions came from a Chinese Riddler. And they stole it. Huh. Nice. Seriously, what are these things? Anyways, these were all the news that we had. Thank you guys for joining, and I hope you remained up to date with everything. Um, 
I hope that it was useful, that you guys enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully um, you're happy. <laughs> so anyways, thank you for joining guys, and as always, please follow, share, subscribe, and do anything you can, and I hope to see you guys very soon with the next um, episode. I don't know when I'll do it for the anime talk. I hope I'm able to because you know, it's been kind of a hectic uh, few days. And I will be more in the coming weeks. So hopefully I'll be able to do it. So thank you guys anyways. And I'll see you guys very soon. Until next time. Have a great week.